You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. It's Roycey Unchained, presented by Josh Arnold, investment consultant, Mr. Money Talk. Pat has migrated his way down to uh, Fort Myers, so we'll, we'll talk some ball here before the end of the show today. But Pat, uh, two Timberwolves, I think it's only the fifth time in team history in 35 years of Timberwolves basketball that we've had two Timberwolves in the All-Star game, Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns this year. Uh, we had Wally and uh, Kevin. Uh, were, that was probably the first, huh? Who, Actually, uh, Gu- Gugliata and Kevin was okay. the first. First, and then uh, Wally and uh, Kevin was the first. And uh, what, have we ever had two when Kevin Garnett wasn't one of them? Jimmy uh, Butler and Cat actually oh. in 2018. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a wonderful. I'm guessing they flew right separately. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they might have flown. And uh, and Jimmy made his. <clears throat> Move as of yet? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Don't, That's a good question. We won't get into that. Well, it was, uh, you know, I guess Cat's reputation around the league is uh, is uh, is better than uh, might be here because uh, all the discussions I heard was that uh, he was a definite, and I I was not uh, I was not that certain he was a definite, but uh, because you know he gets beat up here and we get to see all his flaws but uh, nationally he's still uh, this this tells me they could trade him if they want to right yeah it's the coaches so yeah 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 it is it's not it, the it, fans so it's the coaches so yeah somebody uh, might i i don't know it's it's uh, can we get uh, can we get ant to settle down here now and uh, take I, I i was thinking that you know, he's, he's, he might he might get to have a sit down with the commissioner when he's home there and uh, when he's at the All Star game and have him. You, you know, would have appreciated this. We we, we really had want, yep. We, we really had, want you to be a wonderful uh, asset for our league, uh, and so stop bitching about the officials. So anyway, go ahead. And well, and to that point, you would have appreciated this. So we had Jim Peterson on uh, Flagrant Howls podcast yesterday, and I said, I'm not one to. I, I don't like being the, you know, the officials are screwing us guy, but there've been a couple really questionable calls and it, it feels like a thing. And I said, you know, what do you make of it? And Jim said, well, here's what I would do. He goes, they are getting officiated poorly, but what I would try if I were ant and cat is stop complaining because mm-hmm. you're making it worse on yourselves. So just don't complain and maybe they'll like you better as a human when they're lacing up their sneakers before the game he says they're, they're they're probably tying their shoes, the referees, before the game, thinking I have to deal with Carl and Anthony tonight, just yelling at me for like two and a half hours. And so. uh, and that was the cat thing for years, but I think the ant is kind of like recent, isn't it? All of a sudden, he's decided he needs more calls, and he's not getting them. And he uh, got fifteen texts l- last year too. Did though. he? Did he? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, he picked up fifteen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, okay. that's that's pretty good by him. I just had to, uh, you know, swat away a fly here that was. <laughs> I was going to say, I wondered if you were just being very demonstrative about mm-hmm. Ant. No, it's uh, it's I'm not being very demonstrative about Ant, but I, I just think it's counterproductive, and that 
to me, I go back to that moment when Cat when they were going to lose to Charlotte, and Cat got hacked unmercifully, and that big, tall, gorky white guy just stood there and let him get hacked and didn't do anything about it and said, go ahead and lose to these mutts. I'm sick of you. I've been in the league for six years listening to you whine. And uh, how do you like it, buddy? And he just kind of explained to him. So uh, I just don't think it works in the NBA because there's uh, a lot of them who are vindictive. And uh, to me, the stupidest thing I saw all year was McDaniels uh, screaming at Tony Brothers on that that no call that gave – they had that game one, and then it gave them a chance to. Was it uh, Dallas being here uh, a while back? Remember that? He, he, Tony Brothers, Tony Brothers comes into the arena hoping he could call some technicals on people. So, uh, <laughs> like, you yes, know, you, you can't shot. go out. You can't go after him, and uh, you, you got to be smarter than that. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's good for it's good for the uh, they they deserve to they you know with the way they played the first half this year for sure. Yeah. Now, Rudy, Go- Rudy Gobert is making a lot of the snub lists and, you know, d- defensively, he's well, he's second in rebounds. He's fifth in blocks. He leads the NBA in defensive win shares. Uh, but the problem is Rudy Gobert is the antithesis of everything the NBA All-Star game represents. Yes. Right. Although he, he is second in dunks next to Giannis. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he could he, maybe catch yeah, some lob. They can't trust him not to block a shot. Yeah, it's like, you Rudy, know, we, don't, don't, we don't need you clogging up the lane no, with, with your defense here. We don't here, need okay? you actually playing defense. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's one of the things that has happened in American sports is all-star games are not all-star games anymore. This thing the NFL is doing, who cares who makes the Pro Bowl? You're not going to get to watch them anyway. I mean, what? Wait, wait, what you're not nonsense. watching the Pro Bowl games? You're not watching no, the, uh, no, not. the long and drive not, competition? But, 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 I, but I love the fact that people can complain about who made the team and who did. They actually <laughs> replace guys, too. This is this yes. is my favorite. I thought we would stop with that, but now <laughs> yes. some guy's like, I got a hangnail, I can't go play golf. They name a substitute. Yes, yeah, that is, uh, it, it's, it's incredible. And this NBA thing uh, is... I, well, I was looking up the uh, NHL All Star Game, uh, Judd, in 1991. Now, now that was, it was an 11 of four game, so it was a lot looser. But it was a big deal to get named, and uh, and uh, you know they played. They went out and played, and uh, now we now what are we doing? Three on what are we playing? Three, three on three, three teams right? that three aren't three aren't by conference. They're by that, players are selecting them. They did last night. And it, it seems ridiculous. that it seems that they they're getting fewer players, right? They only get eleven for per, so you only got twenty two, right. or did they always name just twenty two? So anyway. I think it was always took twenty two, but it was two real teams, and now it's just. But I mean, hell, the the game here the the night that the Gophers had the big brawl against Ohio State was the same night that the All Star game yes, was at the Met. That game was like three to two, and Bobby Orr scored the winning goal or something. Like yeah. that was a really competitive game. Yeah. This is, that, yeah. And uh, well, the eleven to four, the uh, game in '91, they had the uh, misfortune of the Iraq War breaking out two days before the game was played, and Gretzky, the first, uh, the first war, and Gretzky was uh, Gretzky was with the Kings and suggested that they cancel the game, and they didn't. But in the third period, they broke from the NBC was doing that game, but in the third period, they broke from. Uh, 
the telecast for a Pentagon briefing. <laughs> so uh, it it was a, it was it was tough competition. I was but, there. I was at the, that game really? at the stadium in Chicago. My only trip there, and that is where they began uh, the whole applauding and screaming during the anthem in Chicago. And that was told, the day it began. Yeah. Yeah, it was famous because uh, uh, nobody could hear Wayne Mesmer sing, right? Because the crowd yeah. was just going crazy. and uh, It was electric, though. It was really cool. It was, uh, yes. You remember who scored four goals? Mm, I don't. Vincent Damphus oh, from yeah. the high-flying Toronto Maple Leafs, which was the team that the North Stars beat out to get into the top 80% of the uh, Snorris division and make Snorris. the playoffs. Snorris. Snorris. That's a good one. You know, I was looking up all of Berman stuff, and he didn't get – I can't find when the genesis of the Snorris division was. Uh, did he start that sometime in the 80s, I suppose? But uh, Well, I mean, all you got to know about the NFL is they called themselves the Wales and the Campbell and the Norris oh, yeah, and everything. Yeah. We made fun of legends and leaders in the Big yes, Ten football right. conference. Yeah. I mean, the NHL started this crap back in the back in the day. <laughs> yeah, it did. But uh, so, uh, what, what is the NBA waits till they wait really late in the year because they wait for the yeah. they wait for the, uh, the Super Bowl stuff to get over the eighteenth right? of February. Yeah, wow. it's a couple weeks. Couple weeks. What are they yeah, going to so do? The weekend the, after the Super Bowl. What are they going to do when the uh, NFL pushes the Super back ball yeah. back even further. They're gonna. They're, right. they're well, going the NFL the ultimately wants. Federal. They want eighteen games, right? Like they yes. got their seventeenth game, and they're gonna keep pushing it. So you're not they want wrong. The whole, they want the whole month of February. They they want the whole month of February. So uh, yeah, that, that little ten days when baseball had the uh, the spring training to themselves, they'll take care of that. So. It, yeah, it's actually cute. smart. What, what they really want is they, they want to go um, until the day before President's Day because President's Day can be justified as a day off. So what, wow. what they want is they, they want to create their own Monday is off so we don't play our game and then people have to go to work because that's when, a big uh, complaint now. When is President's Day? I don't it's know. On 19th? 19th? It's on the 19th. 19th? It's on the 19th. But that is not a, I mean, it's a federal holiday, but most people don't get off work, but they figure the country people will start yeah. giving them off work. Correct. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So. So, yeah, hey, all-star know. games, all-star games. We're all very much in favor. <laughs> Edwards, the baseball and, one. Uh, Edwards and uh, Carl, I, I wonder how that relationship is. What do you think it's really? It's, I think it's really good. They like, do you they, really? they're, they're, you regularly see them on their Instagram pages, like riding in to practice together in the same car, just oh, stre- really? streaming live. And yeah, they, <laughs> it is, I will say this as, as probably Carl Anthony Towns, number one critic, maybe I can fight mm-hmm. with Pat over that title. He no, has I'm adapted. Not- He's adapted yeah. and he's, you know, they've asked him to make the most. Now people make too much out of that, right? They've asked him to sacrifice so much. I mean, it's basketball. Like at the end of the day, yeah. he's, he's out there launching threes a little bit more and it's, it's great, but hey, he has he adapted. Likes he likes it being out there on the, out, out on the court, not in there fighting, you know, he's in there fighting 10, 12, 15 minutes a game, but not like 35 like he used to have to with Rudy. Rudy's been great for him. We never thought it would work this way, but, uh, you know, Rudy, you go in there and get all the rebounds and block all the shots, and I'll take the extra rebounds and uh, get get some shots out here. It's great. Cat also likes to be, and this works out perfectly, 
the ultimate martyr. Like this, oh, yeah. this makes him. I changed positions. <laughs> like those quotes that that I, I saw in the in the ESPN story, Phil. I, I sent you a note mm-hmm. about where where he's like, yeah, things don't go my way. It's diff-. he loves that role. So I actually think he likes this because it's it's this. Well, I have sacrificed, which is fine if you're going to play well. Yeah, I mean, you know, as long as you play well. But he loves yeah. to be a martyr. Oh yeah, he's uh, you know he's uh, become a. Uh, I, I was just surprised at the reaction that, yeah, Cat's got to be on the team. I, I didn't see many critics. It's not like when Joe Maurer went in the Hall of Fame and the critics came out and said, he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. yeah. This is uh, people, uh, the, you know, the, the response to me that I saw nationally and locally was, hey, he deserves it. So, yeah. Yep, and he's uh, he's one of the only pl- – it's like him and Kevin Durant are, I think, the only players shooting 50% from the field at least 43% from three and then at least 85% from free throw line. It's, well, it's one of the most is, efficient seasons we've, we've seen well, from pretty much anybody. What makes him unusual for a seven footer is you'd rather have him shoot a three than anybody on your team. And you'd rather have him shoot a free throw than anybody on your team. And that yeah. is not common. That's, that's his great asset. He's a huge man who can shoot. And, he is uh, someone put the number out. They did they did a sort by players all time listed at seven feet tall. And he does have the highest career three point percentage of any player listed at seven feet tall. Dirk is like third at thirty-eight percent, and Cat is over forty percent now for his career. Remember all those times we watched the Timberwolves during their eight playoff seasons with uh, Kevin as the big guy, and every time it was a one-point game or a tie game or a two-point game. We had to do the clear-out for Kevin to try to get us into overtime or win the game. We'd do the clear-out. Never did the clear-out the rest of the day game. We yeah. He's our star. We have to do the clear-out. Boing. And it was always it was always the Boing. least efficient. It was like a fadeaway <laughs> from like seventeen feet. Uh, it it <laughs> drove me crazy. And then we had to do it with Jimmy for the brief time it was here. You got to clear it out for Jimmy. He makes like <laughs> one out of nine. Yeah, you know, clang. Why does the NBA have that? You did it for Michael Jordan, okay? He yeah. made the shot. And by the way, Kobe, did we did it. it for Kobe. Kobe yes. statistically was terrible at it too. <laughs> If you go and dig into the numbers. I don't know why it is that it's, uh, but I will say in the NBA's defense about Rudy not making it or anybody, they got too many good players for a 12-player roster. It's just, you know, and then all of a sudden they figure they got to sneak the guy in from Orlando, which costs a couple of, you know, he's Thank a Rancheros. He's a yeah. Rancheros, a good player. But it, it's just impossible not to say Ranchero, isn't it? Because you think Bancaro. of that. Old, yeah, Bancaro. You think of that old, uh, who, who made the Ranchero, Judd, the car, the, the thing that, it was like the first car with a truck in the back of it. Uh, was, oh, uh, like a bed yeah. in the back? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it had a bed in the back, but Google it looked like a car. I thought you were talking about like ranch sauce for chips. Oh, no, the ranchero. <laughs> the ranchero. Pass me that ranchero. Hidden Valley, the innovators of yes, America. Yeah. Yeah. Give me that ranchero. <laughs> oh, the ranchero. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, and, and it came, it, it would either come in like the red sort of like the fire red paint, or it came with the wood panel sides too. Was, was that a Ford or was it a Ford? Or it was 
Ford, Ford Ranchero, Ford Ranchero 1957 yes. to 1979 yeah. was the history. Yeah. You were a wow. cool dude if you had a Ranchero, man. It was something back then. Oh, man. Yeah, they yeah. had the the full-sized for the first three years. Then they made a compact version in the 60s, mm-hmm. and they came out with uh, with a mid-sized in the, in the 70s, too. I guess you got to be my age to remember the Ranchero. So Car, cars had more. I would say cars and batting stances are the two things that we just we've. There's no personality anymore in batting no. stances. Every car pretty much looks the same. Oh. I uh, I rented a uh, of course a, a Buick, uh, but with a high technology on it down here. Mm-hmm. I, I, I need instructions. I, I, you know, there's, there's some stuff going on here, including how do I turn it off? (laughs) (laughs) That's like when Sid got got his first keyless car and he had no idea. And so he would just leave. I I think that the Vikings came out one one day and said, Sid, your car's been on for an hour and a half. You haven't turned it off yet. It's the button. Yeah, I, Just push the button. <laughs> I used to make I used to make fun of uh, Sid that that and now I'm like, okay, what what are we doing here now? You oh, know, you're getting a little getting a little getting older, a, getting a little senile too. Uh, you know, so. Hey, anyway. before we, hey, tell the audience though if they are in the market for a car that you can easily turn on or off. Where yes. should they go? And you will be well instructed. Before you leave Jim Paul or Brent Paul's Valley Group of GM dealers, if you happen to be a senior citizen, ask the questions. That's my uh, theory. And it's easy once you figure out what's going on. But, you uh, you know, the, the technology of the vehicles now is uh, fantastic. And it it's very advantageous if you know what the hell's going on. But, uh, you know, some of us took our rent-a-car and never asked a question and then got out there and were, uh, you know, had to, had to struggle a little bit. That won't happen to you if you buy a car at the Valley Group of GM dealers, Apple Valley or Hastings. They will make sure you're re- well prepared for all of the new technology you now find on vehicles. The Valley Auto Group, they'll teach you what the hell is going on. That's yeah, the- right. <laughs> well, they will. You'll never say, how do I turn it off? If you're getting your car from them, because they'll make sure you know that. So yeah, wow. So uh, real quick, did we learn anything? Did you get to the ballpark at all yesterday? Today, uh, I went by the ballpark. It looks spiffy. The trees. I, I I thought the hurricane got the trees. I got to tell you though, I did drive down uh, uh, Fort Myers Beach uh, from the. Uh, we went in the Bonita side, went all the way down. Oof, it's rough up. Uh, Almost till you get downtown, it's rough out on the beach. And a lot of wow. a lot of the places that feel that look like they could they be inhabitable don't have cars in them either. But there's a there's some uh, there's miles of destruction there. But there's a new place called Margaritaville down at the end, down at mm-hmm. the end, and it's it's a it's an easy off to get on the bridge. This place is enormous. It's an uh, it's a resort in itself and uh somebody told me that they had the girders up but they hadn't started construction construction when the floods came so the girders survived the floods and then they built the place and the place is unbelievably but the 
but the beach whale is gone. Everything, everything. Did we lose the? Did we lose the Lonnie Kai? Across Lonnie the... Kai is still there, but it's of course it is. It's a cockroach. <laughs> it's I was going to say Lonnie Kai ain't dying for anyone, it, but it's, it's it kills people. They are not ready for spring break, though. They're not. Uh, they're not. They're never, they're far from it. The Lonnie Kai is still under construction. And, it, uh, it was always great when I, you'd, you'd go over to the Lonnie Kai and you'd see like an unsuspecting family with a couple children. <laughs> Early March, thinking oh, that, oh, we just booked a family trip yeah. to the beach, and there's just all these idiot 21-year-old, 20-year-olds. We got a good price. We got a good price here at the Lottie guy. You know, your children will never get over the trauma, however. <laughs> pools. There would be pools of booze, too. Like, just spilled. I mean, it was disgusting. You, you would literally, you'd go to the bathroom, like yeah. like the the the. You know, the bar lobby bathroom area, and there would just be an inch and a half of standing liquid. And it, yep. you didn't know it's is it alcohol? Is it urine? Is it ocean water? Oh, I yeah, don't know for it, sure. It's, How about a uh, yeah, it's uh, I think it'll be back, maybe better because uh, we <laughs> do a lot of stuff, so uh, it, it'll be back. But uh, it looks like you know, beyond Margaret Rio, Bill, there might be one or two other hotels open. Yeah, it looks there, like a huge resort just on Google. Oh, God, it is. They call it a resort. And, Buffett type of... and yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's the Buffett company. Yeah, yeah, know? he's dead. And, yeah, and, they, uh, and, and the only way you can uh, park there, so if you want to stop and just get a drink, you got to, you got to um, give it to the, give your, give them your ticket. You got to valet the thing. So, oh, really? Okay. And they got like four or five ballet guys flying around. Yeah, we stopped there because we had some time to kill yesterday. And uh, I, I don't know. It's it's huge. It's a, it's enormous. And it's also there's not too many other options right now. So, but it it is it is bad down there. And that those those ramshackle places, these wonderful old houses that the the old beatniks from the 1960s still lived in over there smoking their dope those things are all gone those are gone man yeah it's too bad so well that's uh that's patrick royce reporting live from twin spring training (laughs) we'll get uh some more early updates next week and we're what we're like 10 days away from pitchers and catchers reporting or eight nine days so yes yes and it's uh and some of them uh, i contacted louis i think i'm going to try to talk to louis varlin but he's not going to be here till the end of next week so that's kind of the uh first uh i think sunday they report right and there he'll be here uh uh he'll be here like thursday or friday most of them start coming in but we're out in paseo again and half of the people here are twins people when it when it when it starts happening here so yeah. All righty, gentlemen. This, All right. this new technology is working fabulous. It's great. Knock on wood, Pat. Knock on wood. Don't say that. And we've found. Yeah, we've. I think we've kind of found the the cure here. Don't, don't, don't get, get overconfident. Don't get cocky. <laughs> don't get cocky on the show. Don't get well, it beats it beats that one time where I can't remember if it was Roycey and Mackie or if it was Mackie and Judd, but we. Uh, we thought we dropped the internet connection and we had like three engineers and I can't remember if this was Fort Myers or if it was like it's a Seabrook field thing at Fort Myers. Was it? And then we, uh, we realized that one of us just kicked the cord and unplugged the broadcast unit. Took us 45 okay. minutes to check to see if it was still plugged in. And you know who fixed it? <laughs> who found the fix? Judd this, did. This guy right here. <laughs> Don't the ever worst, say I don't know my technology. The worst was when they had Coles and I do the uh, morning show right there at five in the morning. You'd uh, we'd, we'd come on at uh, what 
six. So we get there at five in the morning. I had my spring illness that I get, you know, and was virtually couldn't speak because my voice was bad. And Jay had had a few cocktails the night before, and that was quite a tandem trying to even plug it in to get yeah. ready to go. It was a, it was not a not a handy group to say the least. And now look at us, just on yeah. on a phone from That's thousands right. of miles away. What what a deal! All right, Jet. All right, we'll see you, we'll see you next week. See you Monday, Jet. We'll do this Monday, right? Now that yep. I know it works. Yeah, with this technology fantastic. working so well, yeah, I wouldn't say anything that would. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right. All right. See you, Pat. Roycey Unchained here on Scornor.